0: Thank you so much for making time for me. Welcome to Coffee Conversations with myself, Vivian (laughs) Choiny. So this is a podcast where, you know, we sit down with musicians and we kind of understand their best. We're matching. Oh, yes, we're matching. We're wearing matching jackets. (laughs) Oh, I love it so you know I I I was watching your videos and I was listening to your music and I thought what an interesting sound what an interesting looking person and I just wanted to bring the story you know to, to people that are loyal listeners of the podcast just so, so that they understand you know who Joya is and what she's about. So I think just to give people context, you know, um, let's start at the beginning of your journey as a musician, how that came about. I know you started playing the saxophone first um, before you yeah. started singing. So let's talk about, you know, being surrounded by music and um, getting into playing the saxophone and discovering your voice.
1: Mm. Well, I think I already knew that I really wanted to sing, but I was intensely shy growing up. So (laughs) I really just wanted to um, explore music. And I really love jazz, mostly because my parents only listen to jazz music. So I've listened to a lot of artists, especially from the United States, but also Dutch jazz musicians, South African jazz musicians. And I really loved in the stories, like a mix of, melancholy but also just uh exploring your own narrative own voice uh so that's i think still what i really am intrigued by when i'm delving into music so you
0: started so obviously you started writing the melodies and and you know the songs first what would you say influenced that you know um into you getting into, into the writing of the music um, before you actually started singing? What are some of the influences? I know that you know creatively you're a person that likes to express themselves, but how did that love come about and how how, how did it start?
1: That's a good question. I think I was always very uh, just busy with trying to, to see where I belong because I grew up in the Netherlands, my father's South African, my mom's Dutch, and with a lot of things that I saw in music or in books, like I saw a version of myself, but I also saw a lot of like women who were with immaculate hair or just immaculate style. And I always always thought that's kind of me, but it's also, um, yeah, so intrigued by the not so perfect image of yourself the, the person that you are at home <laughs> not always beautiful or always not so reflective so uh, I think that's why I was just busy writing a lot of times just counterplaying my own thoughts and yeah just navigating my own thoughts that's yeah, basically yeah yeah
0: yeah so you speak about you know being in the diaspora and. Trying to find your identity you know in this place, um how would you say music has played a role for you in that you know trying to to discover your own identity and coming into being you know how how has music influenced that for you
1: it It played a huge role, honestly, like in music i I thought or I found a lot of women some men, but mostly women who were just like me and talking about their difficult relationship with their parents or just their difficult relationship and growing up. So I saw a lot of representation, but also really thought, oh, there's a lot of women, black women, women of color that look like me, but it's, but I also felt alone uh, at parts. And especially I think in the, Uh, South African context we are I think quite busy with where we stand like how our identity fits us are we Twana enough are we Zulu enough but also really looking at the states and seeing their search of identity and more like a, a theorization of of our blackness so that's yeah a lot of things that I'm that I'm thinking about still but also growing up yeah. And so I think your immediate influence was
0: jazz, right, um, in terms yeah. of music. Um, but finding now your voice and having to explore, you know, different sounds. Uh, what are some of the influences that that came into the making of your music because i know you you explore a lot of jazz r b um electronic sounding kind of music what what are those influences and where, where would you say you pick um them up from mm, that's
1: a good one i think i just really love different types of music. Like I can, nowadays I can listen to jazz one day, but the next day I really want to listen to punk. So it's all about like balance. Uh, so it can, like my music influences can come from friends listening to a rock album or uh, then sometimes on social media, I see a cool album coming up. So it's very diverse, like how I indulge in, in music. And nowadays I, like, I really love the albums that Beach House put out. It's like a, I don't know if you know them. It's like an indie, indie cool band from, I think, California. Uh, but I also love musy and a lot of just cool artists that are not afraid to show their, show theirs, themselves.
0: And so here you are. So now you, you've discovered your voice, you've discovered the pen, you know, you, you're now working on your very first EP, uh, Blossoming Carefully. Um, Let's talk about that process in itself, you know, from, from the titling of the EP itself. And would you say that it were, it was received, it translated, you know, in the way that you, you wanted for it to translate in terms of how people received it. Let's talk about that process itself.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny because a lot of people wrote about the EP that it's uh, that it sounded hopeful or dreamy. And I think that's like mostly like my kind of my sound, but it's also a juxtaposition to what I'm saying, because that that EP was really written during Corona measures and I was feeling quite helpless and hopeless and seeing the aftermath of all the protests, uh, regarding George Floyd. Like I was, I felt a lot of anger and just the repetitive of all the things we were going through as Brown and black people. So it was funny to me to see like, oh, this is like a sound of hope when I was really addressing things that, uh, stress me out a lot, <laughs> but, I'm um, I'm glad people, yeah, received some solace from it, but it's, it, it's always really hard to, to, To read things about your work, because sometimes I put things in my music that don't really get picked out. And I think that's also has to do with like the black and brown experience, like a lot of writers and especially in Europe, where my uh, music is mostly listened to, the, the writers are white, so they don't really get really get my references.
0: Yeah. And what what are some of the issues that you wanted, you know, to address in the writing of the music in itself? Um I was listening to uh Bitter just now. Um and you know it's 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 such a beautiful song, but I I I then had questions as to you know what was happening at the time of your life when you wrote in your life when you wrote that, and what are some of you know narratives that you wanted to drive when you were writing um, the music on on the EP.
1: Yeah, yeah, better parts is really like a a song about the not so pleasant parts of yourself. So. Even for the video, we, we recreated like a huge mirror uh, that I couldn't ex- escape out because sometimes the the reflection you give yourself is just not really pretty <laughs> and during lockdown and even before that. Like sometimes you just have periods where you where you think, "Oh, I think I really dodged something in a relationship," but truly it was just yourself. <laughs> And I had to learn and accept that. Uh, so that's the, the main inspiration, like your own pitfalls, and then you sometimes just keep, keep on hitting the same rock, and you're like, how can I pass this? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: And um, you spoke about the juxtaposition of spirituality grief and intimacy which was Mm -hmm. something that I thought was very very interesting you know especially for a musician you know that that um is out there hoping that the music does what it's supposed to do but let's touch a bit on that what does that mean for you you know that the the marriage between spirituality and grief
1: yeah I think it has a lot to do with my with my personal story, with my life, like my, I lost my brother now six years ago and my father uh, was a freedom fighter. He was in the ANC and he went in exile for 13 years. So like having to, having lived this separation or trauma and growing up in a space where I'm only surrounded by white people that uh, cost a lot of I think tension, but also just seeking for longing. So when I was in SA, like in, in Soweto mostly with my family, I can feel, I could really feel the grief because they were also welcoming a father, my father, a person that left already because he was really fighting for rights. Like the everybody knows where the ANC used to stand for. Uh, And those ideals are not really being lived by now, nowadays. We we still see a lot of things going on that they wanted to fight. So so seeing his eyes, like his hurt and his, I mean, yeah, he feels a lot of things about South Africa nowadays. So the person he was is so different that he, I think he wanted to be and just also my my late gogo who was from botswana and uh was very spiritual like all the, the tales my my family um yeah tell about her I, I i sense that i really am a lot like her and also just with the with the passing of my brother i just spend a lot of times thinking about grief and about separation and how how death is such a triggering word, <laughs> even for a lot of people, but still, we are faced with death and grief a lot of times and but yeah, but it's hard to speak on it really uh so sometimes I just really let my thoughts on it in my music out because I feel that it needs more space, like I really love talking about all the people who were before me because because of them, I am so. Uh, it feels a bit like negligence on, on my part if I wouldn't really speak about them. Mm,
0: yeah. Wow. And what would you say are some of the challenges you, you've had to overcome, you know, to get to to the place that you're at now? I know that you you just released uh, a new single beta. Um, let's talk about some of the, the challenges, you know, that you've had to overcome as a musician and as an individual. Yeah. Um, mm. To be able to get to this place and and let's let's springboard into into the new single you know which is beautiful the i love the the video i was watching the video earlier i think it's amazing um but yeah let's talk about some of those challenges and then we'll jump on to to the single itself
1: yeah i think like i think mostly as a musician and being aware of like the current music industry people are so busy with numbers and stuff it's I think the hardest part is just to, to stay true about you what you really want to make uh so that's still like something that I touch every now and then like I'm really thinking like is this a song that I really want to put out there or is it something that externally is causing me to make this uh so keeping tabs with uh what I really want to say what I really want to put out in this world uh that's i think still the hardest like a uh, uh ongoing thing <laughs> yeah, yeah it doesn't stop and so let's yeah. talk about Meta.
0: you know um what 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 was happening in your life at the time when you wrote um the song itself and let's also talk about the video which is stunning i think creatively it just captures you so beautifully um, so yeah let's let's talk about the single itself
1: yeah, yeah, remember you mean, right? Yeah. Remembering me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wrote it, I checked the other day, because I was really like, time nowadays is like, what, six months? But I think I wrote it somehow, like six months ago in my home studio. And at that time, I was, I was really thinking about, like I was triggered by a thesis uh, somebody wrote. And, and the thesis, the main theme is okay we're so busy worried about the authors and musicians and everybody who's famous right now uh, and more thinking about their faces than the actual work that they produce and (laughs) I thought okay (laughs) bars Um, and it was really interesting also triggered myself because sometimes I, I, I also like only read the headline and not really the the whole story. Uh, so the single is really about like remembering and also uh, um, something to to tell myself to remember to really focus on the on the message sometimes because uh, we have seen that a lot of times. Writers from the 60s, 70s wrote stuff that now only we can comprehend what, what they meant and what they still mean to a yeah. lot. So that's what remember is about, yeah. Yeah. And and the video, let's talk about
0: the, the creative direction of the video because I think it's absolutely stunning. Um, okay. how did how did that you know come about? How how did that happen?
1: Mm, yeah I it's, it's actually the first time that I that I worked with Bob Sisu the director of the video and I told him like okay I, I want to tell this story but I also wanted the visual story to uh to have nature in it to to really visualize the signs that I see like history or books uh to connect that with uh, nature and all the things that is telling us right now, like you talking about climate and everything that is going on. Uh, so that's the the main narrative for the video. And and why
0: music? Why would you say music? You know why why did it choose you? Why did you choose music?
1: Why music? I really feel like music chose me. Like it, I've <laughs> in my entire being. Like, I've never thought about it. It just, I picked up a pen and I just started writing or I picked up the saxophone. Was more like a deliberate choice because I was still navigating, not singing in the house. But (laughs) still, I, yeah, music just always spoke to me and always was such a... A warm place for me to hide like I I really use it as a blanket I use it as something to dance to to celebrate but also to cry to so it it connects to me so deep yeah it just happened yeah and so when we
0: speak about influences um who would you say are the musicians that have really, really influenced, you know, the way that you, you perceive music, the way that you bring it to life, the way that you consume it, you know, um, who are those musicians that have had um, that, you know,
1: kind of influence on you and your music? Mm, I think so many. Yeah. I really. Like growing up, I, I, Like replayed, uh, Janet Jackson's albums like all day long. Yeah, (laughs) I was, I was beyond like a a fangirl. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but also, uh, kind of blue, or Ella Fitzgerald. Uh, Oh, love Ella! Love Ella! Yeah, and I think nowadays, I just really love. Also like the new Tyler Creator album. I just really love artists that dare to to really excel and, and not excel in the way that they like to have commercial success, but just excel in the way they, they tell a story. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so you have an upcoming album or is it an EP? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, hey? You, you just never know with creatives. No, um, really. With, like,
1: yeah, yeah, I don't know what, what kind of form the the project is going. Yeah, attend. but
0: how's that coming along? Who are some of the musicians that you have worked with on on the project itself? You know, um, what
1: what can we expect from that? I, I think it's still informing. Like, I really want to take my time with it. So there are a lot of songs that i am in love with and i'm still like asking artists like hey can you listen to it and maybe add something to it or just share it with them uh so it's still taking shape and also just the the state of the world right now i i just want don't want to rush things and um yeah especially now with the with the state of the world, what it is. Like I'm thinking if I can take my time and really shape something that means something, I will gladly do that, then feel in a hurry to release something.
0: And what would you say informs most of your music? Would you say that it's feeling? um, Is is this you pouring, you know, into, into song? What, what would you say is the one thing that informs, you know, the music that that you
1: make? Um, I feel just mostly that I write about like my perspective. And sometimes as women, as musicians, as brown people, we're sometimes like the world sees us a little bit as sensitive, crazy or, well, all the names you can <laughs> think of. And I just really want to take all the space in and just show my people some clarity, you know, we're not crazy. We're not sensitive. We have a long history uh, that has been told by a lot of people that don't look like us. So I'm just, that's, that's the main motivation just to invade. space. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And what are you looking forward to the most in terms of, you know, the the making of the music and getting it out there like what excites you what's what's the thing that excites you the most
1: being in the studio honestly like I'm such a studio head I love performing as well but I just really love when entire day we can just nerd out and think about like the perfect hi-hat or I don't know like I really I really love stories to come together with the, yeah. the sonic layer of the music as well. Yeah. So that happens, it just feels like magic. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I love most. Yeah.
0: And what are you listening to? Like what's what's playing on on your phone? On what are you listening to currently?
1: Currently, that's a good one. Let me check. <laughs> <laughs> Go
0: right ahead and give us maybe you can put us on to new artists that we haven't
1: heard of, you know. Yeah, because I have this, like, since uh, all the measures and stuff, like, I've been keeping this playlist with mostly, like, instrumental music, but sometimes also just music that uh, just speaks to me. Yeah. Uh, um, I really love Butcher Brown. That's high on my list. Yeah. I, I really love the new single of Willow. It's called Ride. I actually haven't <laughs> heard it. It's so good, and yeah, maybe I should just yeah share my, uh, my <laughs> please. Actually, I'll get onto, <laughs> onto the screen. Um, and in terms
0: of you know some of the musicians that you'd still love to work with, just put it out there, you know, to the universe. Who are who are these musicians that you're like, oh my god, if I could get a chance to just. Play or you know, sing with this musician who would that
1: be for you? Definitely Kilela, uh, definitely music, but yeah, hopefully, I see that I see it actually. <laughs> you
0: can see it,
1: yeah, yeah, I hope, so. and um, I think Rosalia is really cool, yeah, yeah, Just people paving their own lane. Yeah.
0: And I think that's, that's the beauty of it. You know, it's people that are just expressing themselves, you know, through music in, in very different forms, but somehow we all just connect, you know, to, to this music. Um, So tell me about, you know, moments for you performing or making the music that were very healing for you.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, I think the last, I think, year and a half, I've only worked in my house on music, which is different than how I used to <laughs> create stuff. Um, and that's been just so nice to to be surrounded by like family photos or paintings and just really have this safe space uh, because it's my house. Um that's what I really love about creating nowadays. Like yeah. of course it's hard, but I feel very blessed to live in like a, a stable environment and yeah to have all of these things or recording stuff in my house where I can I can just be creating yeah. Yeah. started producing more. no pressure.
2: <laughs>
0: Um yeah man thank you so much for the conversation uh, I always ask all of my guests this question what sits at the core of your soul Oof <laughs> <laughs> I love it because the responses are always you know they're always very very layered
1: Yeah Oh that's a good one hmm. I want to give you a good answer let me think yeah. <laughs> anything that
0: sits there, you know, anything that you feel like it just sits there and it means a lot for, for your existence as a, as a human being.
1: I think my, my friendships are like the, the key yeah. to, to, to keep me sane, to keep yeah. me happy. Yeah. Like I've, a I've, uh, really, really incredible friendships that keep me going and, keep me grounded, keep me healed, it's yeah. yeah, so that's I think the most important thing.
0: Yeah, well look, I I, I absolutely enjoyed um, having this conversation with you, uh, hopefully we can meet you know in the world, we don't even know when we're going to get back to normal but hopefully you know I'll get to see you perform someday, but um, all the absolute best uh, you know with the upcoming project. please keep sharing the music with us keep sharing the beautiful you know um creative images and videos we really appreciate it um yeah and and i i guess we'll we'll talk soon again thank you so much thank you for having me thank you have a lovely one
1: yeah you too
2: Pictures, now they're I can show.